You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trelowitz. And welcome back to Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. It is the first show of 2023. Makes sense since we are the longest running show here on the network. And we're going to be Adrian by about a day since he posts on the first Monday of every week, of every month. So, welcome aboard. I hope you had a safe and wonderful New Year's Eve. And welcome to New Year's Day. Uh, one of the earliest podcasts I did was what is in my uh, ghost hunting equipment bag. Well, I've gotten a couple of new pieces of equipment since I debuted that episode, so we're going to talk about some of the other stuff in it and talk about the, the stuff that I mentioned as well because, you know, I don't expect people to go back and listen to three-year-old podcasts, and it is hard to believe, but yes... This marks the third anniversary of Real Paranormal Talk. Our debut episode aired all the way back on January 5th, 2020. And my, how the world has changed since then. Both, you know, good and bad. So, the episode I'm referring to was episode 4, What's in the Bag. Well, I guess we can call this What's Now in the Bag. So let's go ahead and I'm just going to throw this one out because it's the funniest thing I own that I use for uh, paranormal investigating. I have a pair of gloves that have flashlights in them. They, I mean, they don't put out a whole lot of light, but let's be honest. When you're going around in the dark, any little bit can help. So, yes, I do own a pair of flashlight gloves. I found them on Amazon because, of course, I did. Um, let's get the obvious ones out. I've got three digital cameras that I use. Four, if you count my... Uh, actually, it's four cameras and my cell phone as well, which can be used for many different things, as we've talked about on this podcast, because it does have things that, again, not 100% convinced are real, but they do add a fun element to ghost hunting, so we've got that. I have three uh, audio recorders, which, you know, again... And the reason why I have multiple of both cameras and audio recorders and IR lights and flashlights are because, it, you know, it's easy to leave them around. I don't always have to in one area recording I can put a recorder and a camera in one spot and just leave it alone and see if anything picks up while I'm not there so that does help I also do have an EMF detector with a stand so again I like to put that in front of one of the cameras as well and see if it picks up any fluctuations Especially if there's nobody around it. You know it's not caused by a cell phone or a flashlight or a camera. If it will just start randomly picking up on it. One of the other new pieces of equipment I have is a motion detector. Again, I have not actually had a chance to use this in an investigation. But I hope to soon. Where, again, I can leave it on the ground. 
and if it gets triggered and I'm say let's say I'm at Bluffhead Cemetery and I bring the motion detector and I'm at one end of the cemetery and I hear the motion detector go off and I look to see if Jen's around me or the where I set the detector then I'll know it was neither of us and you know I'll rush over there to see exactly what it was that triggered it another piece of equipment that I use quite frequently is my infrared thermometer and I've had some pretty good luck with it because you know I've used it a couple of different places and caught different shades of blue where they shouldn't be blue I'm thinking of the other cemetery that I went to a year and a half ago where again middle of uh, summer should not catch blue on it because blue represents cold so I believe it was August there really shouldn't have been any blue so I have that uh, the IR camera which again I use with the different IR lights to try to catch something that we cannot see with our naked eye I've yet to really been able be able to use my laser grid with a stand only because it's so much easier to use that indoors when because you know you got to have somewhere for the light to bounce off of when you're outdoors it really you know doesn't pick up a whole lot of space so again I'd love to investigate somewhere indoors where I can truly use that to see if I can get something to trip the light basically um, Again, the infrared thermometer I've had a lot of luck with, especially at Bluffhead. I was able to have it uh, lower the temperature to a temperature that I told it to go down to. I had it drop, I think it was three or four degrees over the span of about two minutes. Which, if you think about it, that's not normal. Temperatures do not drop that quickly, so... I've had some good luck using the infrared thermometer so I can completely monitor the temperature around me. Then I had the spirit box with the uh, external speaker because for whatever reason the speaker on the actual box does not work anymore. Um, had a lot of luck with this as well in various places. It's one of those things that again I'm not 100% sold on. But when I hear my name or something directly respond to what I say, it's kind of hard to argue that. Especially when you are in the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden you hear your name or a question where, you know, for those, again, that don't know what a spirit box does, it will flip through radio stations at a really quick rate. And the point is, you're only supposed to really hear a word or two here and there. But when you've actually heard full sentences, it's hard, you know, for a spirit to be able to manipulate it that much, it's hard to argue. So, I again, that is definitely one of my favorite pieces of ghost hunting equipment. Although, like I said, not 100% sold on it, but there's... there's I've heard things on my spirit box that I just can't argue with. So that to me is very important. 
if I know I'm going ghost hunting, that is one of the things I will automatically grab because of the success I've had with it. I look back to when I was in the middle of the woods and I came across a what can only be described as a uh, dilapidated structure and I asked what had this been used for and it told me celebrate life again I I look at something like that and I can't argue it I just I can't I took that as whatever I caught whatever voice it was I'm thinking that what was in that structure used to be a church. For those that are not familiar with it, here's what I'm talking about. I mean, you can clearly hear it shuffling through stations previous to me asking the question, and nothing substantial comes out. But when I ask what was this structure used for, celebrate life so I I don't know what else it could possibly be referring to I've still yet to get an answer on that so maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm just reading into things but and then the, the other piece of equipment I got is the dowsing rods which again have not had a chance to truly use um, I've read a lot of things and I've seen them on different TV shows of how they can be used. I've only had one experience with them. And again, it's it's a mental thing with those and it definitely seemed to work. So that's why that night I went out and bought my own dowsing rods so that I can have more experience with them. So that's just an idea of what I carry in my ghost hunting equipment bag. The new updated list, I, you know, again, I hope to do more investigating in 2023, whether it's the same old places that I've been, or I hope to be going to some new places as well. So, again, I do want to thank you for listening to this episode of Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. We are the home of all things spooky when it comes to CKCC Radio. I love that about this show. I love talking about the paranormal, obviously. And, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap up this episode. Thank you for listening. Have a safe, prosperous, and happy 2023.